What do you do when someone tells you you ought to write a book and you know it's the best compliment you could possibly hear, but you don't know if that necessarily means you should write one? We hear advice all the time. Oh, you ought to do this. Everybody's doing that. Have you tried this? Everybody has an opinion on what you should be doing and how you should be doing it. How do you weed out the noise? How do you figure out whose opinion matters? And how do you take someone else's idea and know if you should make it your own? That's what we're diving into today on Business Mindset Mastery. Thank you so much for joining me again. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find out how to work with me directly over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're diving back into the peanut gallery. We talked about this again, like I think it came up like two or so weeks ago with a follow-up email from somebody who was saying, hey, I was building my business and and as I was building my business, everybody and their brother had an opinion, and I wasn't quite sure what to do. Today's listener finds themselves in a like probably a similar predicament. Um, but this idea that unsolicited um, advice comes your way as a business owner, and how do you weed out the good from the bad? How are you supposed to tell the difference? So let's listen to the letter because it's probably framed way better than I could summarize for you, and we will go from there. Heather, I'm a U.S.-based accountant with an international clientele. Ooh, that sounds fancy. I specialize in helping U.S. citizens who are digital nomads and living abroad figure out their taxes. And yes, it is my busy season. Most of my work right now is as a contractor with companies who hire people internationally. I sometimes consult with them and sometimes consultations with me are a part of their employee benefits package and I work directly with the digital nomads meds themselves. I have, a de I have developed a particularly good relationship with one company, and my contact there thinks I should write a book on the topic. He first found me through my blog and thinks I need to help a wider audience with a book. If I go to Amazon and I see all the books people have written on various tax subjects, I fail to see where my place should be, and I also fall asleep. I also work with a lot of millennials, and honestly, I don't think many of them even read books. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's not very nice. <laughs> but I do find you funny. They just get their questions answered on YouTube. That being said, my word for 2019 is, it's okay, roll your eyes. I know you aren't a big fan of the whole word of the year thing. Anyway, my word of the year is bigger. I want to go bigger, and a book is obviously bigger, but I have no idea if it's the right big thing or if I should be chasing something else. How am I supposed to figure this out if whether or not it's the right step for me, if it makes sense for my business, how am I supposed to know if I should be writing a book? Oh my goodness, my friends. <laughs> you come at me with a little bit of sass, and I, I kind of like it. So here's the thing. Like, People can see your talent and see what you're good at and say, hey, you'd be great at this. And it's so easy, if, especially if it comes from someone we respect. But anytime somebody I really respect tells me also, like, you should write a book, it's such a compliment, right? It fills us up 
it fills our ego up a little bit too and it, it gives us our sense of self and sometimes it gives us a sense of external validation and confidence and we don't have to rely on our own inner confidence. It can feel really good. And it's so easy to jump to, but what would I write a book about? And would people read it? And is this what, you know, like how would I do that? And, you know, who would actually read a book about taxes without falling asleep? I, I saw what you did there in your letter. But here's the thing. You're missing something from this equation. Nowhere in your letter have you told me whether or not writing a book is something you have ever dreamed about. Whether or not when you thought about the word bigger for 2019, and I am not totally, by the way, against words for a year. I think, you know, we all need points of focus. We all need things that motivate us and inspire us. I just happen to think the word of the year thing is a little BS because some people are doing it just because it's what everyone else is doing, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the right way for them to focus their year and their businesses and their goals. I think so often we like, we, you know, follow the, you know, the crowd and we, we follow whatever somebody else is telling us is the right way to do it without actually seeing if it's the right way for us. A word for me would never work. I don't like, I, that's not how my brain operates, but I have always had a phrase and a mantra and that's how I focus. So I would never begrudge any the word of the year. I just highly doubt that the number of people who have buy-in into the word of the year equals the number of people I saw on my social media feed offering me their word of the year. I think more often that ends up being the vanity metric. They want to be seen for having the word. But for you to say, I chose my word to be bigger. I wanted more visibility. I wanted to go bolder. I am hearing in your letter that like you're not one of those people, that you legit want to go bigger in 2019. And you're wondering if a book would get you there. First question you got to ask yourself, do you want to write a book? Is that what it looked like when you said, I want to go bigger? When you were daydreaming towards the end of 2018 about what your 2019 was going to look like, did it include a book. And it's okay if it didn't. If you didn't like dare to dream that big or your dream looked different or whatever, that's totally fine. That doesn't mean if you haven't thought it, you can't dream it, you can't be it. That's not at all what I'm saying. But that's the first question I have for you. Because if you don't want a book, it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks. If you don't get inspired to write a book, if that's not your driving notion, you know, books, you know, are not that profitable as, you know, an arm of your market marketing in your business. People who write books have to be really passionate about writing books because the odds of making a profit over it are so incredibly small. So my first, you know, sort of question for you is, do you have a passion for it? Because for me, when people say it to me and, you know, and suggest it as an option, particularly when they see that I'm able to deliver content five days a week for you on the show, they think like, hey, you could fill up a book. I always come back to what is the thing, like the core theme, the core idea, the core whatever that like I give a shit enough about that I'm going to write about it. And what is the thing that I say so differently that it's going to change the messaging the way 
other people hear it and have the conversation. Because I haven't answered those questions to my satisfaction is why you don't hear me pimping out a book right now. But that is about me, my value, and my opinions. That's where I want you to go. What is it that you would say? What do you think like you would have value with? Do you get excited by the idea? Does it light you up? Because it's okay if it lights you up and also gets scary, right? Like it's okay if it lights you up and you go, oh, I don't know how I would have time for that. That might compromise my, you know, one-on-one time and services for clients, or I may have to turn down work. Like, if you have a yes, but reaction to it, we can tackle, you know, your exceptions. We can tackle, I was about to say, <laughs> I just edited myself. I was about to say we can tackle the but, and I was like, that takes this show in a completely different direction. But we can tackle the phrase that happens on the other side, right? Like we can say, all right, like, you know, if we remove the expect, now I have, now I'm stuck on that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but if we can remove the um, excuses, if we can remove the exceptions for yourself, if we can say like, all right, like, fine, you don't know how you're going to do it. Fine, you don't, you know, know the how you're going to edit it, or you can't figure out a book cover, or you can't figure out the tech, but you really want it. Then we can talk about doing it. That's the main, you know, that's the main thing, because then everything else, once you know you want it, once you know it either, yes, absolutely fits the picture as you described, or no, it doesn't fit the picture, but it came out of freaking nowhere, and it gets you really excited and you want to do it, then what I say is don't go and do what half the people in social media do is say like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm writing a book and what should my topic be and go right into market research. Because you know what? All that does is put a shit ton of pressure on you to to like follow through. You don't know that you want to write a book. You don't know that this is your thing. So if you're curious enough to find out, simply start writing. Write the introduction, write the first chapter, write the last chapter. Write about a topic that would be included in the book. Watch yourself carve out time for it. Watch yourself figure out how you get that one section edited. But move through the world in such a way as somebody who might write a book someday. Because if you do that, you are going to see whether or not you like moving through the world as an author. Does it fit you? Does it suit you? One of the questions I have for myself now is now that I'm so used to audio, now that I like rarely read books because I'm always listening to Audible or podcasts or something of the like, you know, do I, is it really a book that I want to do or am I, you know, developing some sort of audio book and I'm going straight to audio? I don't really know, but if I were curious about it and I wanted to take the idea to the next level, you don't have to like contact publishers and agents and do market research on your topic and get validation of the idea and start scheduling in your writing blocks and having accountability partners, which is all the nonsense I see when somebody gets a bee in their bonnet about writing a book. I always say like spend a week as an author, like block out the time as you imagine being able to block out and see if you like it. See what it feels like to have completed a chapter, to have taken an idea from idea to outline to explanation to fruition and see if it like you up. 
see if it gets you super excited because that's how I decided podcasting was for me. If you guys go and it's been so painful for me to not go and delete my first very, very, very first episode of the show, Done is Better Than Perfect, because literally I think I'm on the mic for less than 30 seconds, but it's the idea of saying like, hey, I was so scared to do this, so I'm going to start and Done is Better Than Perfect. And I barely, you know, put together a podcast episode. I kept it I kept it deliberately so people could learn from it. So I am modeling for people how to just show up. But I didn't know the name of my show when I did that. I think I like I think I named it my business name. I think I named it Choose to Have It All and then at some point I switched it. So or I started recording and I didn't release it as a podcast. But you move through the world as somebody who's doing this. Then you figure out what your questions are. You figure out your likes, you figure out your dislikes and you make a choice from there. But so often people think they have to have all the, you know, all the dots connected, all the T's crossed, all the I's dotted, rather than like spend a week in the shoes of somebody who's writing a book and see if you like how the shoes fit. And then you can decide from there. I can't tell you whether or not a book is the right thing for you, but I hope that tells you how you can find out for yourself whether or not it is. And you can use this advice for any advice that anybody's giving you. Oh, you should try this. Have you done this? Don't like, you know, walk yourself through it. First steps first. Do you want to? Do you have buying into it? Does it seem to be an idea that complements how you move through the world rather than does it go totally against the way you move through the world? And if you're to pursue it, how can you dip your toe in for size, try it on for size to see if you like it, to see what your questions are, to see what you would need to figure out so you can get yourself to the other side. So that's where I leave you today. I hope this gives you focus. I hope this, you know, helps you sort of chart a path. I think so often we get so distracted by the voices of everybody else telling us what we should be doing. We lose sight of what we want to be doing and what we ought to be doing. This, my friends, is where I spend all my days talking to my coaching clients. This is how I work with the bosses of their businesses. If this way of moving through the world resonates with you and you know you need to get out of your own way that a word of the year isn't going to do it, touche, touche, you can find me. I am going to include a link for how you can work with me in the show notes. Just get on a call with me. We can talk about options. We can talk about where you're struggling right now and how I might be able to help, I would welcome the opportunity to help you. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.